Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. What's happening after buzzers? We're right back here. Same time, same channel. We're talking season three, episode three, The Losses of Magic. We got Pirates, we got Pegasi, and we got a whole lot else to get into. So stick around. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. Such just so you can get timing. the joke, just so you can appreciate it. Y'all get the joy. it. Yeah. You got yeah. it. Only a eyes for you, but now there's no, there's just one eye. No, the eye, eye, singular, exactly. She just she crushed it like a jello shot. She, it was uh, amazing. It's one of my favorite memes, just crushing it. Crushed Send me your gifts. Guys, it's that time again. We're talking season three, episode three, The Losses of Magic, right here on the Magicians After Show on AfterBuzz TV. As you can see, Carrie Lane is not with us. She is in Colorado right now at the Sundance Film Festival. We miss her very dearly. She'll be right back here same time next week. But for now, my name is Ty Matthews. Y'all can find me on all forms of social media at Ty Matthews PMA. We're going to hold it down as we always do. To my left, to my <laughs> absolute favorite hosts on the planet. Guys, tell me who you are. Hey guys, I'm Joel Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique and every week at blackgirlnerds.com. Hey guys, I'm Adrian Snow. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. You can catch me on Friday on Popcorn Talk at the Unproduced Table Read. Now, yep. we got a whole lot to get into. Yep. First of all, I want to talk about lampreys. Oh no. And how yeah. horrific they are. And I that did, they're real. Did a little bit of my own research. Guys, if y'all don't know, lampreys are real. Yep. Um, I only knew that. I only knew that lampreys were real, not because of this, but because of a game I've been playing recently called The Sexy Brutale, which oh. is a fantastic game. Okay. Um, is this a mobile game? No, no. It's a, it's a, it's a console game. Uh, long story short, I'll try to keep this tangent short because I have a habit of doing that. Uh, you wake up in a mansion during a masquerade ball. Uh, people are getting killed, but you have a pocket watch that can rewind time back to the beginning of the party, and you have to change certain things to stop that from happening. Oh, wow. Ah. And oh, at like a certain that. point, and it's very, it's very kind of old school, very sort of modular in the uh, in its in its graphics and everything. But the point is, there is a giant water tank with a lamprey inside of it, nope. and it is horrific. And so I had to Google that, and I'm sad that I did because now I know that those exist, and I can never sleep again. They're like a hellmouth if it were a species. It's it's and it's not okay. It's basically like the master's face. <laughs> If it were less human and had more teeth. I'm talking, that's a Buffy reference, by the way. There you go. There you I go. I just restarted it for the third time. Oh. <laughs> it's just, it's you a. Multiple it's, rewatches. it's a mouth with a tail, and that shouldn't be a thing. It's a, oh, God, no. But also, if we can talk about more creatures that are unfortunately real, do y'all know <laughs> about the uh, emerald wasp or the emerald cockroach wasp? So. Is that like? I'm afraid. Is that the thing that goes up your your urine stream and into your urethra? <laughs> no, no. But it's there about as pleasant. There are too many scary okay. things out uh, there. The emerald wasp uh, stings. They. It's a parasitic wasp that preys on cockroaches. It stings their brains in a specific spot that paralyzes them, burrows into their body, much like the lamprey. Oh, this is this is uh, this is uh, uh, relevant to the show that we're talking about. I promise. Just stick with us. You'll get there. Wait, is that also like that ant that like? Shoves, it's like so it's similar. Into, yeah, 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 yeah. So there are a lot of gross, real things mm-hmm. out there in the world, yeah. right? But basically, mm-hmm. it it burrows its way into their brain, uh, feeds on their organs one by one in such a strategy that it keeps them alive the longest, and then hatches out of their body again, like Alice said, the lamprey does. Dude. We're bringing it all back, dude. This is real life. Horrific, dude. Horrific shit. But thank you guys for joining us. Yes. We're happy to be here. We're going to talk about <laughs> some happy stuff, too, because there was a lot of funny moments. Was it a happy episode, though? I mean, not a happy episode. I won't say that. But <laughs> there was some levity. Some levity there. There was a lot of comedy in this episode. There is. There was a lot of joyful one. Right, right. So freaking funny. We'll yeah. get to that. So we'll start out with, with Alice in the Woods. She's hunting for a new alarm since the last <laughs> we saw her. Her last one exploded. A little kitty cat. In a 
cloud of so much blood. Uh, she goes to visit her parents, who were notified by Quentin that she was still alive yep. pretty much immediately after it happened. Is Quentin a Boy Scout for that move, or was he doing the right thing? I was ah. see. I was wondering about that. Like, if I was Alice, I'd be like, "Come on, you can't just give it a little bit of time like, until you blow up with, my spot." Well, not only that, but like you know, my relationship with my parents is strained, mm-hmm. and that's a nice word, like. And I just went through, like, a lot of trauma. Like, can I live my life, Quentin? Jesus Christ. I think he did the right thing. You think so? I think if I died and then came back from the dead and I was like, peace, mom and dad. Right. And nobody told them. But. And they just randomly see me or something. Right. Can you imagine what had happened if he hadn't told them and she showed up? Right. But But do you have a stronger relationship with your parents than Alice does with hers? Yes, but at the same time, can you imagine what would happen? Sure, she sure, sure. Like, but to my original point, so her her mother Stephanie not at all surprised or not at all pleased that it took her this long to visit. I yeah. hate Stephanie. <laughs> yeah, she is the. If worst. I had to choose one that had to, sure, go, I would have. Daniel is for sure the winner. He is the chosen. best. Right. Her, well, I mean, to to, to die, die. I would have chosen mm. her. Yeah, exactly. But That's so point. we see their their house in kind of a state of disarray as we find now all. All of the architectural enchantment, enchantments have worn off, uh, so it's just kind of a mess. All their money was enchanted. They so haven't they haven't paid taxes in thirty, 30 years, yeah. so now they're they're losing the house. Too. Look at these cheapskates living off of our hard dollar. I mean, would you not do the same though? I was. Uh, they, I, totally I, I thought the exact yeah, same thing when would. I was watching it. I would I absolutely do now. that. It Although all be gone. I feel mm-hmm. like. Mm-hmm. Magic is so ancient, though. It must have been very easy to rely on it, but it just seems like such a fickle thing if you live in the real world where you're well, like, maybe I should like stock up a little bit right. of and savings. It, it, it made me wonder about the the economical ramifications of magic in a world like, like this. Like how many, how how much of a percentage of the population is magic and can get away with just never having to use money for anything. I mean, anything. even if it's only the top 1%, they control a lot. Right, right, yeah. right, right. Uh, we also, it, well, sorry. sorry, go for it, go for it. Watch it like the next episode, they're like, all magic is owned by one percenter. Well, they did talk about how like a lot of the major corporations were freaking out because yeah. the magic true. was gone. True. Well, the banks. We had that whole mm-hmm. bank heist episode last season where they talked about how like you know all most banks are also magically protected. Forgot about that episode. So good. Uh, we also see Carol. I didn't remember Carol. I'll say that. Yeah, I don't remember Carol. I don't remember Carol. Did you remember Carol? Okay. Was she like in the orangey scene? Or in something? the chat? That's what I was wondering. That's what I was wondering. The way they played that scene, it made it seem like we were supposed to remember her as as much more lithe and much more kind of conventionally attractive. But guys, yeah. in the chat, if you remember Carol, let us yeah. know. Um, but let's let's go to let's. Andrew Gibbons in the chat says, I hate what this show is doing to kittens. Not cats, but kittens. They should be ashamed. Specifically kittens. (laughs) It takes a very sadistic kind of person. It does. I was petting my cat's head before I came out. And she's a cat now, but I got her when she was a kitten. You don't forget how cute they are. You don't forget how cute they are. So now now we go back to, we visit Elliot on the Munjack. Uh, He's... Kind of playing with the, that key that he that he relieved Father Poe of on After Island. Yeah. Uh, he's meeting with with uh, Benedict Pickwick. He wants to make uh, he wants to send a message to Quentin mm. via Rabbit, of mm. course. You know how else? because how else are you going to send a message? But the the islands don't like to be mapped, so they just get up and move. Sometimes I mm. love this space where the ocean, the islands, and boats are like you know what? F all of you. They're all sentient and yeah. they're all pissed. This is just what we do here, and, and you need to get this. on board or die. Essentially, uh, it's kind of fascinating to see like what are the ramifications? Like what does that look like? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I want I want to meet one of these islands. Right. Yes. I'm sorry. Please. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Benedict he he opens up a basically a blank map and says it could be anywhere around here. Yeah. Uh, but we don't get too much time to ruminate on that because Admiral Lacker spots pirates on the horizon and they are flying the red bones, which means no quarter given. Oh. So that's not good. That's We're not good here news. To kill. Not Curious. good news. Yeah. Yeah. Pirates never a good sign, especially when you're in a realm like Fillory. Yeah. 
Or an exciting sign. I wasn't sure what to expect because this show likes to throw a lot of curveballs at us. Sure. I thought we might get the singing, dancing kind of pirates, and I was really excited for Oh, man, like a whole Pirates of Penzance episode? Like ridiculous pirates. (laughs) I was like, I wouldn't put it past it. Well, you know, they did throw a curveball making the captain a woman. I was like, I mean, that shouldn't be a curveball nowadays, right. but, you know, well, but, my I mean, brain was thinking... Well, to, Lady to, to, be, fair, to yeah. be fair, that was kind of the point by calling that character the Pirate King. Yeah. Oh, the Pirate King. Exactly. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, so, we next up we see Julia talking to Quentin on the phone. No one can find Katie, so Julia's trying the physical kid's cottage. Uh, Quentin says, hey, sorry, I gotta run. Gotta run out of town. My, my dad, 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 is dad got worse all of a sudden. We know that's bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we see that lamprey moving around in his neck. <laughs> Yuck. Yikes a million. Soup's gnarly. Soup's gnarly. So it, I guess if you if you think about the logistics or, or the, the, not logistics, but the, the I can't think of the word. It's 10 o'clock at night. Uh, <laughs> the, the structure, there we go. Let's okay. That, of sure. the lamprey. What it means is that it's like mouth is like clipping on to the back mm-hmm. of your, of your mm-hmm. brain. So stem. Core, stem, thank you. Right, 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 right. And that's how it's controlling. And also, and its teeth why are it so deep, and it's like it's got so many. Yeah. You'd imagine, and just uh, no, thank you. And then and we'll we'll get to that later. But when but skipping ahead a little bit, Quentin even mentions that he can feel it moving around and controlling him and searching his memories. Uh, it's very uh, puppet masters. Yeah, there you go. That one, that gem. <laughs> and, uh, wait, so I originally said it was in, an invasion of the body snatchers, but it was Puppet Masters. It was the Donald Sutherland one. Well, this this episode reminded me a lot of The Thing also. John Carpenter's yeah. The Thing as yeah. well. Yeah. All of those movies stuff. where you're not entirely sure people are who, they're, who mm-hmm. they say they're, they are. But wasn't invasion it worse the than like... Uh, the thing because it would just turn into look like the person. Yes, so. exactly, exactly. At least with this, you can kind of when it moves around, like at least Daniel like, could sort of spot yeah. it. Gotcha. Right. Yeah. But ugh, yikes! Either way, so <laughs> Julia finds Katie and a very, very, very sick Penny, very knocking right at death's door, Ew. and and uh, Katie reveals that they're going to summon a demon. Because at this point, what else are you going to do? See, now that's where I thought that was going to go bad. But that demon was pretty cool. That demon was cool, right? A demon was mad cool, but I would not have summoned it. Nope, (laughs) nope, nope. That, I mean, yeah. Fool me once, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not about that lifestyle. I mean, they show that kind of like inversion. They summoned a god, and the god was like... Crazy and I was just thinking the exact so same thing. Demon, and Demon's like, hey, what's up? Yeah, chill. Well, <laughs> I was thinking the exact same thing because we saw all of the shit that the fairies are putting Margo through. Yeah. And those are fairies. And the demons are just like, yeah, I'll help. Just let me eat this cancer or whatever. They're just a little, you know, a little gross. Yeah. yeah. Just really demons likes... get a bad rap, man. Exactly. I mean, that's going to be my sound by that. Did, was anyone thinking salad fingers when the demon oh, appeared? Oh, fuck. I didn't before. Yeah, now I hate it. I was... <laughs> Wait, salad fingers? Oh, do, do you know not know? internet thing? Oh, this it's horrendous. We'll show you. We'll, we'll show you after the air, or guys. Not. If, if y'all don't know salad fingers, please go after the show. Of course, go. Oh my god, the young kids are going to be like, what? Go up salad fingers. Yeah. It's the worst. It's um, absolutely horrifying. So we we go back to the Muntjac. We see pirates boarding. Uh, Benedict Pickwick takes Elliot and his family aside. Finn at this point is kind of. She's got this like maniacal rage in her eyes, like she's ready to fight anybody. Yeah, so her motherly instincts kicking. Exactly, in, right? exactly. No longer defending a log. Right. Yeah. The, at this, she seemed at, at the very least like in her right mind in this episode. Yeah, she felt back in her body to me. Sure, like, that's she, what I thought. She's like, okay, I'm here and I'm present. I don't know how she's not really thinking full to through to like complete conclusions. Right. It's very much like just react right now. Which is better than where we were, so I'm happy for her progress. Sure. Like babying a log. That's weird. There's always that. It yeah. could always you could always be cradling a log. Yep. Very unnerving. Um, but at that point, Elliot spots a keyhole that he had never seen before on the wall of the ship. Yep. So he uses that key that he got from After Island. From Guys, I love magic doors. I, I know love you, them right? so much. You got so happy. Dude, magic doors to different places, like yes, all of that. And then a key <laughs> what? I'm so excited. I wish we could have gotten like a little, just a little sneak peek to see what kind of space we're entering. But man, 
Yeah, and then the fact that it was drawn like a chalk outline, I was like, this is where it's at. Right. It reminded me a little bit of Beetlejuice. Me the too, whole, yes. yeah, the chalk. I was thinking about Chalk Zone, but this is awesome. Beetlejuice is also great. I don't think I know what Chalk Zone oh, is. Man, I'm going to throw you guys all the old school shows. <laughs> yeah. Check it out. I'll take it. I feel like that, that sounds like something that would have been on right after like Ghost Rider or something like that. Oh, totally. Totally. You know? Yeah. This is a late 90s, early aughts cartoon okay. where a kid gets magic chalk. He can go in Chalk Zone, create anything he wants. Oh. oh very cool. Kind of like, like, was that Scribble Dots? Anyway. What? No, <laughs> yes. It was a video game, pretty much the same premise. It is. <laughs> anyway, um, we we see Alice briefly uh, when she's kind of flipping out on Carol because that, that kitten is is hissing and yep. running all over the place. So she, she's convinced. And then she loses the kitten, thank God. And it just, yeah, it just runs it just away. It just goes luckily. away. They're like, we're not blowing up a second cat, guys. <laughs> we're like, we're we sorry. got the message, and that's all we reached. We reached our exploding kitten quota for that's the season. That's the last animal we're going to brutally <laughs> kill. You know Hopefully. that's not the case. I'm hoping we're not jinxing that. <laughs> this is magic. They only kill, like, one adorable pet or animal per season. That is true. That is that true. true. That is true. And, Everything else feels like hunting. You're um, like, oh, another dead rabbit sucks. But her, so Alice kind of flipping out on Carol is just driving that wedge even further between her and Stephanie. Because Stephanie just, she, at this point, it seems like she's just not believing any of it. Very skeptical. Yeah. She's I like, yeah, sure, Lamprey, whatever. It's weird that she doesn't believe because she's a magician. So, well, like, And that's the thing in the show is, like, it's weird whenever anyone doesn't believe anything because much weirder things have happened. Yeah. Like, you gotta think that that's, there's a second level to that, right? Like, so, first of all, her mom, I think, resents her for being young and sure. for, yeah. you know... And especially now, like, her whole life was magic. Yeah. Like, every second of her existence was imbued with some kind of magic, which is not something we've seen from any of our main characters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think maybe it's hitting, because she was already, like, a lush beforehand. Right. And I think coming down to reality and then having all these consequences, yeah. I think it's just too much for her, maybe, to think that there's also, some, there's more bad out there. Like, there's more coming to get her. I just don't think she wants to deal with it. Mm-hmm. To me, it just seemed like she was like, let me just get more, because that glass was like almost on empty the whole time right and we know she was refilling right. it between like moments where we're with her oh yeah. honey is schnockered right. well and eventually as the episode goes on it goes from a glass to just having the bottle in her which yeah. i respect girl sometimes it's like that sometimes, sometimes it's that, that way um so uh going back to to julie and katie katie sends julie off just to get a few things for the spell a goat femur some pencil shavings you know you know Normal, yeah. normal spell stuff. Let's head yeah. over to the Whole Foods. They got everything you need. <laughs> a goat fever. But I love. You know, the Whole line. Foods has a goat fever. <laughs> well, when we go back to Julia, and like, not to skip ahead too much, but when we go back to her, it's like she's walking out of the place as if it were that easy. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> they got everything. Good to go. I, re- I recently did see goat heads at a grocery store. Like, uh, skinned with the eyes. Mm-hmm. I don't recall which grocery store. I'm in a lot of grocery stores for my day job, but um, you can find it. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> oh, boy. I saw that somewhere recently where I was like, I've definitely been to occult shops where you can pick up weird, where you're like, I would not suspect that this was legal to purchase, but, but dope. But at a grocery store. I mean, I guess, like, I don't know how sheltered I am the for being so taken aback at that. But well, that's... I mean, you can get beef tongue. Yeah, I guess. I mean, and I mean, like, I guess that's all relative. Like, depends on what kind of store you go to. If you go to a butcher and the butcher sells goat meat, then you can probably get part of it because you know they do their own butcher. Is there a market for goat heads in California? I have questions. Why people have goat heads in California? Just is there a market for it? What are we using goat heads for? A lot of there are a lot of different types of cultures that would use that. Sure, sure. Just visually, it's, a, it's a striking image, is yeah. what I'm saying. Not to yuck anyone's yums, it's just a striking image. Yeah, it is a very striking image. <laughs> no skinned heads let's, for let's, you. Let's move on to one of my favorite, <laughs> my absolute favorite, favorite, favorite lines slash scenes of the episode. We get Margot talking to Tick Pickwick uh, oh about God. the uh, about how the farmers are hesitant to replace all of their food with un- inedible mushrooms. Yeah. Um, but t- Tick proceeds to mansplain the situation <laughs> to her. Uh, I just was like, let me mansplain like, this. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you don't know what that means. And when she <laughs> says it's bad, 
but I'm a man <laughs> explaining. explaining. Yes. Is that not mansplaining? <laughs> Maybe you could woman-splain it to me. That Tick, whole... yes. yes. <laughs> Black Magic 99, you ever heard yuck anyone's yums? Um, Rizwan Manji is such a good, good, like... He's got such an amazing delivery of these yeah. lines. Um, absolutely one of my one of my favorites um, exchanges. Uh, Gillen runs in from from the side, says that we've heard from the seagulls that the Mudjack is being boarded by pirates. Yeah. So Margot gathers the 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 dick holes as she calls them Aww. to take the to the well. They don't take the Morgan Downs. The Morgan Downs is a ship that could reach mm. the Muntjac yeah. in a week. Which, but... you know, feels interesting that they mention a whole ship, the time it could take to get to places. Right, yeah. right. I'd but, come back to that. Right, yeah. but uh, Margo would rather not. She's got something else in her back pocket. Uh, they go to visit the Fairy Queen, who's just chilling in the tub. Per usual. You know. Raven, yeah. just, That's she's, her place. She's all about self-care, and I respect she that. Is. You know, taking yeah. some... Time for herself. No one else's self care. Mm. But hers. For sure. Exactly, exactly. Um, and Margot is able to sort of kind of explain it to her. Like, look, if you want to do all this, that's fine. But if we can't even defend our high king, everyone's coming for us. Yeah. Smart. Smart, Margot. So she can actually reason with well, her. Well, not only can she reason, like, maybe she, she's been really, like, not a step ahead, but keeping up. With this queen, which I, I think is remarkable, because this lady is scary as hell. Yeah. Uh, from the coded languages to this, uh, to squeezing her own eye pop. Uh, I, I I put all money bets on Marco. I think she's got this. I yeah. have faith in her. She's the destroyer for a reason. Ah, it's so true. You know. Um. So she she convinces her the queen is is going to fly her via Pegasus. Yeah. To the Muntjac, which of course of course Pegasus Pegasi. Exist in this in this universe. It first of all, the description of like it's it's like a horse fucked a bird. It's yeah. actually the other the way other around. Way. Scratch that. Reverse like, it. No, no. And now I have to think about that forever. Oh, uh, we saw a. <laughs> but we saw. I thought we saw Pegasus, but we saw a unicorn. Was that season yes. two? Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, good call. Good yeah. call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. So we go back to the house, back to the Quinn household. Daniel is helping Alice tie up Carol yep. because now he's Team Alice. Wait, no, I thought Carol escaped. Not yet, not yet, okay, not okay. yet. Um, they they oh, find right, out right. they find out from an old Sumerian text that that lampreys are resistant to lightning, so they've rigged up this this kind of makeshift cattle prod. It's crazy, you know. Yeah. Exactly what I would call it. Yes. Um, and uh, and they they shock Carol much to her chagrin. That's when she finally breaks out. Screw all of this. Yeah. I'm out. I would too. Which Poor is fair. Carol. It's fair. Um, but Quentin shows up. Quentin has has followed Alice all the way here. Well, yeah, because they can track them, right? Right. Exactly, exactly. Hence his whole sick dad excuse. Yep. No one's buying it. No one's buying it. Um, We go back to the ship. We we find out the the sort of um, the lineage of a of a Pegasus real quick from from Mm -hmm. the Fairy Queen. Uh, But we meet Hoop of the pirates, and we find out that most of the pirates can still. Can also see the fairy queen. Yeah, most pirates have made a fairy made deal, deal at one point or another. They're negotiators. They're skilled negotiators. They know. Uh, but Tick takes Margo aside and and kind of reminds her of his family's reputation as pickpockets uh-huh. and oh. sort of heavily. Yeah. I love all the coded conversations that are happening yeah. this season. Oh, good. It was so good. <laughs> just I love it. I just love the writing for this show. The idea of. Of having to constantly speak. Like, it's such a great challenge for the writers to set up for themselves and mm. then for them to accomplish it so nicely. Uh, it's super awesome. And I really love Pick. Like, even though we didn't get as far as maybe we wanted to with the eye, just his mm. willingness to go and get it and his loyalty yeah. uh, to Margo. Even though when he first sees the Fairy Queen, he bows to her. And I'm like, this is some bullshit. Right, right, right. Like, Margo has been queen for how long? Just really trying to keep you all together and not one scraper bow. But immediately, <laughs> you're like, Fairy Queen, neat. Yeah. <laughs> Jerks. Well, I the moment he said I can steal the eye, I was like, oh, it's his teeth we see in the in the trailer. Oh my oh, god! Geez. The first thing I thought I was like, oh, it's his teeth. He's oh, gone. It's his I teeth. can't handle that much pain against Pick. Like, <laughs> no. random I strangers I don't know take all their teeth. Yeah. Pick. Oh my heart. Um, 
So they they uh, we go back to the the Quinn household that that cattle prod that they used on Carol is out of juice, so she has to Alice has to steal it From steal car. a car battery. I love how they're like, isn't there a car in the garage? <laughs> how like clueless Daniel and, and, was just about how cars. Well, I was work. like, oh my god, how do they get around then? Like, do they just like it's create just pop portals in and out? Everywhere? Yeah, like, essentially. Like, a car is just for aesthetic? It's just right. I mean, their right. lovers are, like, from different universes. Like, this, this, these guys are not concerned about space think or about time. It, like, we've never seen them outside of the house either. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Huh. Interesting, interesting. They're not techni- They're not strictly speaking travelers like Penny. No. no but there no. could be a different me- method of transportation well like the magic. clock or sure or sure. like the the phone box from like back in the 40s oh when yeah. you used it to get to fillery that kind of stuff that's i'm sure right. that kind of portal magic still has a place that's true that's true um now w- let's talk about this homeless woman that julia runs into <laughs> coming out of the store oh, right. because she's she's just happening by you know gives her a gives her some money something like that uh-huh. but then the homeless woman grabs her says you're missing the signs julia i thought you'd be further along we're going to have to push you. Uh, the hell does that mean? And who was it? Right? Yeah. I want to believe that it's um, the chick who guided Quentin through first. She died. She was a little girl from the book. Why am I blinking so hard on her name? Jane? Jane. Interesting. Okay. I really uh, like the idea of it being Jane sure. coming back from the grave to be like, look, but why would once she go again, to Julia, though? I have to save magic. Mm. Well, because she knew Julia in a bunch of lifetimes. Oh, oh, that's right. And the only the thing that made lifetimes. it work was that Julia was kicked out of, wasn't accepted to school in the first place, so mm-hmm. she had to learn the magic by herself so that she could get to this point in the first place, which goes back to my original statement that I don't think she's God-touched. I think that this is something that Julia has started by having to learn magic all by herself from the start, and now she's powerful enough to, like, reignite it. Hmm. I dig it. Yeah. I'll buy that for a dollar. Okay. Uh, um, <laughs> I can use one of those. <laughs> right. uh, so Alice finds Quentin in in the garage. The lamprey has left him after threatening to <laughs> beat a skull in with a car battery. Guys, I was yeah. worried for Quentin's head for a minute. Right. I was like, "Oh my god, don't like." I, I didn't know what was going to happen. Let's also here. just jump back real quick to the way that Alice took it out of the car just by beating the yeah. shit with a hammer. I was like, it's so much easier than that if like, you just have the right tool. You just, you just need one. Just you just and you just and you just it's it so easy. It's a little heavy. It's not as light as she was making it look. I'm like, car batteries are pretty. She was tool. able to swing it around with mm-hmm. one arm pretty yeah, easily. Yeah, it's not that easy. They're kind of they're dead they're weight. Dense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but so we see that slime trail. That the lamprey left behind, yeah. so we know for sure that it's not in Quentin anymore. Yeah, but they we we realize that he could have killed Alice when he had the chance. It's in the house. It's in. It's always in the house. <laughs> I love that. It's always coming from inside the house. But uh, we, we so we realize that it's not it's not necessarily wanting to kill Alice. It's after something else. <sighs> But oh, oh, okay. I'm re- whenever we get to the point where we, where the lamprey like breaks down what Alice makes Alice break down what oh man she did. The moment I realized that, I was like, oh, I know what the lamprey wants. Right, right, <laughs> like, right, right. Yeah. Uh, so we find Penny. We we see Penny waking up. We get a nice little scene between him and Katie. Yeah. We realize that not you know obviously a lot of bad stuff happened with the the vanishing of magic, but that also means all the voices are gone from his head. Yeah. So small victories. Yeah. You know? Yeah. He's still dying. He's st- still dying. But at least now Hashtag he still have, like, other people's voices in his head yeah. as he dies. But we know he can't actually die. Like, even if What do he, you mean he can't actually die? Because well, he signed <laughs> oh, us he to just do goes the, library the library thing. Right. But he can still die. You can die a or physical dead. death, but your Air quotes spirit around die, sure. It's kind of connected to a thing. It was just really hard for me to be like, oh no, Penny! Because I was like, well, he's sticking around. He's not going anywhere. That's sort of the difficulty with trying to raise the stakes in in terms of of life and death here. Um, I think there is something to be said for like the permanent death of his corporeal form. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and not being able to hang out with his buds. Oh yeah. You know, he can't if he's trapped in the library for all eternity, that's that's on some like Black Mirror shit. That's on some Doctor Who shit. You know, that's on some uh, Twilight Zone shit. There you go. Let's just keep referencing Stuck in the all library. the no sci-fi glasses. that pick came your, before. Pick your poison. Uh, <laughs> what's, what's that? It's not dead yet. <laughs> exactly. Ah. Exactly. It's just, it's just the Black Knight all over yeah. again. 
Just keep going and get back to like radio shows in the 1930s. <laughs> Old serials, right? <laughs> Uh, so we go back to Tick Pickwick, who has taken successfully pickpocketed Margot's yep. eyeball Amazing. from the Fairy Queen. Yep. Which, like, I would have liked to see how that played out because that had to be a tense, tense, like, lifting. Because now I have questions. Like, did the Fairy Queen be like, mm-hmm. I see you? Right. Like, I have a feeling that she's just like, Mm-hmm. That's the thing. Okay. It's it's so hard to believe that she would have been that oblivious. Although she's not oblivious to so much, right? Yeah. But I mean, I guess if he, if his family is that well known for being pickpockets, maybe he's that good. But were they known for it as? Sorry, I'm a little congested, you guys. So I'm going to sound <laughs> more and more congested as the night goes on. Uh-huh. Um, were they known for it through? Magical uses? I guess not. I guess he can also do it practically. Could be. Could be. It could be a little bit of both. Yeah. Um, but we we finally meet the pirate king, yep. who's a woman who is hey. because yep. she can be called whatever the fuck she wants. Thank you, which Lesbians is awesome. Lesbians are my favorite. This scene Ow! was a, a steamy parlay, yeah, or I guess a pre a pre. This was like you know, yeah, prelay. There's a prelay. Hey, oh, wow. There we go. Gorgeous. Um, so, Margot wants to, she, you know, wants to talk business. Yeah. The Pirate King is after something different. Exactly, exactly. But Margot's, you know, she's keeping her, her cards close to close to the chest. She's like, look, we'll talk business, then maybe. Yeah. You know? But I, I love that line. She says, something tells me you're you're not the type to respect the safe word. What's the yeah. safe word? <laughs> exactly. exactly. We're out of here. Yeah. Way to establish boundaries early in the relationship, Marco. Get Smart. It. And I love that line from the from the the four parlay. I like that black magic. Ah. I love the the line from the Pirate King that she just couldn't. She could never control herself around a one eyed girl. Yeah, everyone's got their thing. You know, hey, you're a pirate. How you, many, you you probably run into a lot of one eyed other pirate kings. That's a good. I I never thought of that. See, yeah. it all makes sense. Yeah. It all makes sense. Um. We go back to the, the Quinn household. Stephanie is is pissed at being cooped up in that room yep. with, with Daniel and Allison Quinn. Because they have to put the, the plastic around. To the plastic. Yeah. Exactly. Plastic on everything. So, but wait. So when did it get dead then? That's what I was wondering. It must have got dead when we saw, from its point of view. Inside the, the vent. When they were still in the garage. Right. Mm. Right. 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 When she left the room to go get more liquor. Uh, yep. I was wondering. Yeah. Yeah. Because I, I was trying to track, like. Who it was in at yeah. certain points because it never got into Stephanie, right? I was said that right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, I was only he was so it was only ever in Quentin and Daniel, right? Yep. Man, um, Stephanie, she has to pee. Yeah, you know, just way to be a child, Stephanie. I believe fully that you could hold it, or just pee in a vase. <laughs> so many options that don't require everyone to put their lives on the line to save your dumbass. I. Stephanie. And normally, normally I would just gloss over that as kind of a throwaway line, but we do get a little bit of insight in Stephanie's history when she says, look, I'm not peeing in front of your father. If I'd wanted that in my marriage, I would have stayed with Jean-Claude. Yes. Which and I was is like, a deep look. Like Jean-Claude, Jean-Claude? <laughs> Van Damme. The Van Damme <laughs> Just eight. I didn't think that was a thing. I thought that was a Steven Seagal thing. Ooh. Oh, I, I, I didn't even <laughs> Hey, at least it, oh it wasn't Richard Gere. We know that. Much. We know what's that. <laughs> we knew the rumors about him. Or maybe an R. Kelly. Oh, that's oh, too far, too far. Shots Ooh. fired. Jesus. So, but I, it repeatedly comes up in the episode. Both like Quentin, Stephanie, Daniel all ask Alice separately. What did you do to this lamprey? Yeah. And she won't tell any of them. Each time she has a different deflection. Yeah. She finally tells Daniel. Right. Right, right, right. And oh, it is dark. It's okay. dark. Okay. But, but not but even she then did. that's only a half truth. And she it's originally mostly tells a right. lie. That's the thing. Yeah, it's she It's mostly a lie. She says, "Yeah, I killed its whole family over and over because I was I was seeking I was seeking knowledge." And that's you know? But that's it's doing. no. And also like the lie is so extensive because it's emotionally manipulative mm-hmm. yeah. at the same time. It's I was trapped by something greater than myself and 
out, not in control of my actions. Mm-hmm. But and we now know I'm that's trying to make some kind of amends for it. Right. But not only were you completely in control, you were having fun. Right. In fact, yeah, yeah. Let's let's jump to that part. We we find out later on that she literally only killed its family just to see the pretty lights. Just to see the pretty lights. And, and when they died slowly. So, well, right. here's when I discovered that Nith and Alice wasn't just Nith and Alice. Mm-hmm. Like, she had some kind of understanding. And that when she came back, it wasn't her just being like, I'm angry because now I have to feel things again. It was like, no, you were much more aware as an Ethan than we originally thought. True. I think, when we saw her brother as an Ethan and when we <laughs> saw other people as an Ethan. Right. So it was kind of sad to see that little smirk come on her face when she like fries the lamprey. And sees those lights again. And when when the lamprey breaks down like uh yeah. Um but when the lamprey breaks down just how how horrible it was because it not it wasn't just the family like this is like the the parent. And right, so it's, it's like, children. Killed yeah. All of my children. And 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 in that moment, I was like, oh, "Okay, so yeah, you're coming to kill. Mm-hmm. Like one of your parents is going down, yeah. right? Right." And the lampy warned her. He's mm-hmm. like, or "He shock him. Like if his you heart is all about his dad's weak heart or her dad's weak you're heart. gonna kill him. I'm gonna right. make you kill him the way you killed all my children." <gasps> yeah. This also harkens back to the very first episode of this season where they're naming all of our party and they name a torturer. Yep. And we oh, got, we had thought about it with yes. Alice, and then, yeah, and now we know. And it doesn't seem like that's going to go away. Yeah. And I also think that, to me, maybe this is who Alice always was, but she was so repressed in those first two seasons. Yeah. So much, like, repressed from the years of living with her crazy-ass parents to losing, like, the one same thing around her, her brother, um, to needing to like save and protect everyone that finally when she became a Niffin hmm. she was able to explore like what does she want to yeah. do and surprise Alice wants to torture things well it's just like I said this l- literally like two hours ago to someone I was like you know power just shows you who you really are mm-hmm. right, like, right. Like, well and, and in, in the chat Black Magic he, he brings up a good point or they, they bring up a good point sorry that it isn't necessarily bad what Alice did I mean lampreys are parasites it's sure it's sadistic, but okay. So here's the thing. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I, you know, if a spider, this is what I always say: if a spider comes into my house, mm-hmm. it's fair game. Like I have a strict no trespassing uh, rule against like, spiders. Don't I, I feel enter you. my space. You know, if I go out into the world uh-huh. and encounter. A spider. If I go out into the world and encounter uh, a parasite, like that parasite that goes up your urethra, goes up your urine into your urethra, oh, Jesus. Uh, it happens in the Amazon. <laughs> I knew the risks when I jumped in the water. Okay, but if I go out and seek these things and go, I'm just going to torture you for fun. I'm sadistic and crazy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, right, right. You know, so it's kind of like, yeah, it might be a parasite, but like. That's a whole nother thing. Also, mm. Alice wasn't like an exterminator clearing a space. Mm. Like, she was specifically going after them so, so because their death brought her joy. Right. You know what I mean? That it's is like, a very specific kind of sadism. It's, and it's like, it's not even like big game hunters where you can use. They're like, oh, well, we'll like mounted, it and it's art or mm. the thrill of the hunt. Sure. Like, they're not that hard to find. Yeah. They're kind of slow outside of a body. Like,. This this was torture in every aspect. Yeah. And again, I think just the most interesting thing is, like, Alice liked it. Mm-hmm. Like, this, to me, was kind of mind-blowing. I never saw Alice as evil before. Right. You know what I mean? Like, I had every excuse in the book for her. Like, like non-Niffin Alice. Right. right. Like, even, like, Niffin Alice, again, was, was succumbing to, to a thing that was beyond her control. We've seen that Niffin mostly kills the people in inhabit, inhabits. So she was just strong for surviving. Mm-hmm. Um, Finally. Sitting on that for 45 minutes. Uh, and now I kind of wonder, how does Quint, like, Quentin the Good, yeah. the, ever, the everlasting Boy Scout, right. Right. how yeah. does he... <laughs> so, I once understand. Again, relative. Definitely relative. <laughs> but how does he, like, cope or, or decide to maneuver his relationship with Alice? Because she's straight up like, so I'm definitely not that person anymore. Well, I think, I think for Quentin, it's always going to be like, but I remember the person you were. 
Right. And that's something where it's it's like, and this is a really dark turn, but like, it's like when you tell somebody that their family member uh, did a horrible crime mm-hmm. or is a serial killer, and they'll go, "But that's not the person I know." Right. You know, and I think that's how He's Quentin will justify guy. it in his mind is that. Well, that's just not the Alice I know. Right. And but if we think about it, we kind of got clues from just like Alice's family that you know she comes from a very self-absorbed, uh-huh. a very I care about the statics of things family. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And to say that that couldn't be a part of her is just not true. Like I'm, I carry the darkest parts of my parents as well as the lightest parts, you know. And so I think, I think it'll be interesting to see her maybe get to a point where she has to battle it. Just like we saw with Julia. Julia was not the most pleasant character season one. Right. And we kind of got to watch her, you know, even before that whole thing with Renard, we kind of watched her kind of go through her own evolution. So it'll just be interesting to see, like, what Alice, which which side she ends up choosing. Will mm-hmm. she choose the force? And, and she choose the dark side? Exactly. And that's the thing. Just because she was one way when Quentin met her doesn't mean that that's her truest form. Exactly. And I would say she started off as chaotic neutral and now the more I'm watching her she's kind of I don't want to see. You don't think she started as awful good? She had a lot of rules, but was never able to really abide by them. Sure, sure. So I don't know. I don't know where that All kind of falls. All the best intentions. Yeah, but she she would just like go off and be like, "I'm doing it now." Thank you for bringing us Mothman. You crazy, yeah. crazy chick. Mothman. I just I know Mothman's been back in the news lately. <laughs> oh man. Um, so. We go back to the the parlay session between the Pirate King and Margot. Pirate King not only wants 3,000 Florian gold crescents, but we find out a little bit about the pirate ship, about the Sika. Dude. Right? It's a deer-class vessel, just like the Muntjac, and it turns out he sent it. He, first of all, another inversion. Normally, we always hear that vessels, ships, are always female. The Sika is a male. He scented the the Muntjac and thus wants to lay with, with her, to put it. Delicately. When they start describing what happens Aww. to the ships, I was like, what? Right, <laughs> right. Like, the ship is, like, living well, and liking them in the in the last episode. Yeah. I, it couldn't really connect to that. I'm like, okay, it has a heart. Yeah. I, I recognize that it's living. I respect that. Interesting. I wonder how its personality will develop. Right. Um, it's interesting to see that A, it cannot speak for itself. Yeah. Like, she's asking it direct questions, and there's no, like, I thought it was going to be a very cheesy, glowing heart. I should know right. better with this show. Um to so to then have to be like okay well you're not only living but unable to do anything like if I about tell it, you to do this thing then it's then over you, must do you it. have to yeah. yeah I think Fillory is such an interesting strange place in terms of like their gender politics mm-hmm. and what's cool and what's not cool and like how it it like it jumps back and forth with, between this like more I guess futuristic because we're modern but we ain't that modern y'all right. uh, <laughs> uh, mindset and this kind of like archaic traditional mindset and mm-hmm. just like even how they talked about how like uh, matriarch uh, tribal matriarchies when they're referring to the fairies can always be like or they said something like oh yeah derogatory about it but I was like but it's just interesting that you address that as a tribal matriarchy, mm-hmm. which is like nice to hear, mm. or the pirate king being a woman, and then we get to the boat, and it's like, so basically, Margot, you have to, as a woman, sign off on this boat that is considered a female boat mm. uh, to be raped by this right. male boat, and, and, and by, like, yeah, by a male boat, yeah. And I was like, and, I mean, rape by anyone is, is still rape, but like at the same right. time, yeah, it was that's like, true, yeah, it was like. Uh, Oh, I just wasn't one expecting another rape uh, dialogue. Right, right. Well, and we we sort of were, yeah. we kind of go on the same arc as Margot does, where at first it's sort of played for laughs, like, yeah. oh, the boats are gonna fuck, haha, like that's, yeah, yeah. that's kind of cute and sort of funny, like in the way that the books, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, yeah. having sex was, but. Then we it gets a lot more solemn and a lot darker when yeah. they talk about not only the the kind of the rape aspects of it, but also the aftermath and the PTSD that it can. Yeah, experience. and then they never sail the same again. That it has to, that it could potentially to have to put into dry dock. To yeah. build on your your gender politics conversation, it's interesting that that's when the fairy queen is like, oh, yeah, like. Like, she's like, well, you started acting like a queen because you stood up for your subjects, which is not something I ever would have thought she would admire yeah. right. in a person. So now I'm, like, 
this show changed my opinion drastically about two female, like this episode rather. Uh, first with Allison and now with the Queen, I don't know what you want. I thought I understood. It changes her intentions. I, I thought she was Marco. here to rule yeah. and, and you know, basically to generally wreak havoc and, and make these people uncomfortable and unhappy. And she was getting some kind of sick pleasure out of that. But now, like, what I need you to be is a queen. And I yeah. need you to plant these things. Like, where are you going? Right. Yeah, where is this going? Is she trying to, like, overthrow Elliot? Like, what's happening? It definitely feels like more than just mischief. Well, yeah. do, do we think that Margot will, at a certain point in the season, come to a a crossroads where she is al- almost has the opportunity to inherit the fairy queen's throne. Oh, is the my is the fairy queen God. maybe grooming really a replacement? Cool. I would really like that. I would really love, especially in the current climate, uh-huh. if this show took all the women women sorry very <laughs> and put them in positions of power. Okay, so we have like Alice is like the main villain and then we have Margot is like a fairy queen and and you know everyone ends up having some Egg. type of of uh power and and basically the guys are just kind of left there to be like what do we do right 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 <laughs> exactly totally that would amuse me <laughs> so Margot she obviously we've seen Margot has a heart she kind yeah. of she she delivers the speech to the Munt Jack where she's like look what do you want to do yeah. of course the fairy queen is listening because she's always listening always. and so she's like look I've got your back I'm gonna kill all of these pirates. Yeah, and collect the. I was so sad to see the pirate king killed so quickly. You know what? I'm not down for the pirate king, okay? Because the pirate king was gonna be like, "Yeah, let my ship mount your ship." Also true. That's true. Also true. So bye, pirate king. So, so you. So I'm not sorry for your death. I take it back. So you get killed. And you were very sexually aggressive with Margot. Very aggressive. Very aggressive. Just saying. Um. So yeah. So they get killed. They lose. They they lose all their teeth. Yeah. And I, I have to, I have to imagine that came before the killing. Yeah. Although I guess we didn't really see a lot of like math mutilation. I don't know. Well, if the fairies have magic, then maybe. Also, it sure. seemed as though she wasn't because she poured a couple in and yeah. then more and a whole handful and then a giant handful and then a little more. And I was like, it, "Are are you magically collecting them? Like they were in, just in their mouths and now they're in your hand?" I don't know how she operates, and I need yeah. answers because she scares me. <laughs> She's like literally the stuff of nightmares, right? And proving that point further is the double edged sword of like. Oh, but also I know you took my eye and I need it back. She knows that. Oh, what? She takes it back. She puts a song that Gillen hates in his ear for it to never leave and slowly drive him crazy. And we know, and, and we know mm, that she mm, knows mm. it was tech. And right. She's like, well, I'm just going to put Ken. Exactly. And yeah. also because we were just introduced to this character this episode, I believe. Yeah. Uh, I think no, we've seen him briefly once or twice. A little bit. Yeah, but never. Not, he, not, he, not he enough. Had a, a line this episode, right? Right, right. Seen him in the back, or he's like at one line. Here sure, there. sure. So I was um, like, well, he's the one. But then, so Margot kind of pulls that power play where it's like, look, yeah, I'll give you my eye back after I crush it in my hand yeah. right here, so like, you can't you spy can on me. Never be prepared. She's like, good. Which, which made me kind of question the fairy. I'm like, what are you doing? So you were saying that you would have eventually given her her, her eye back. back? Mm-hmm. She feels very much like Jigsaw right now, who's just like, if you had just been patient, right. I'd have given you what you wanted. Right, exactly. Nobody listens. <laughs> and it's like, okay, that's a power trip to a whole kind of like if extreme. If just cut off your foot, if you had just shot that dude, when I told you to shoot him, right. I think more of the third one where he exactly. keeps the cop's son in a safe. Oh, in, in like, a safe place, in, in yeah, that was it's the literally one. in a safe the whole time, and all you had to do was sit there and talk to him like he asked, <laughs> and you would have had your son back. Wow, stupid Donnie Wahlberg. Spoiler alert! Sorry, spoiler uh, alert. If you haven't seen Sauce, it's been too. like over a decade, decade but yeah. still, sometimes that's you know. true. Uh, I did have Battlestar Galactica as well as. So, so real quick, we only got a couple minutes left. At the very, very end, Astaroth, Astaroth with an E, not with an A, mm. uh, takes that juicy, juicy cancer out of Penny, yeah, puts it in it. his pocket for later, uh, closes up the wound, pieces out. Penny comes back for like a split second. He doesn't peace out before. Yeah, he's there. He's still oh, there. Before he, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's right. He tells him, you called call me, me too late. late. Yeah. And and Penny, it looks like he wakes up for a split second, and then he's out. And, and he's we get that amazing, actually projected right, his body. We get that amazing sweeping shot of Katie, then Julia, and then him looking at his own corpse. Like, what, what the fuck? 
Also, yeah. and a real quick jump to the first time he actually projected, the first time Astaroth digs into his mm-hmm. body, and he goes, look, you would do it too. Yeah. And Astaroth says, no we shame, bro. Yeah. Astaroth is too cool demon. for school. It was so painful. It's too cool. So, yikes a million. Yeah. Um, Steve, real quick, let's get in on some quick predictions. Lightning fast predictions. And now, you're after Buzz TV. Predictions. Amazing. <laughs> Gotta get a theremin. Uh, so <laughs> there you go. Maybe we get zombie penny? Okay, interesting. Have we had zombies yet? Not strictly speaking. I mean, I guess we've had things that have sort of acted zombie adjacent. We've had things reanimated for brief periods of time to tell their story. Yeah. But that is about it. That's true. Okay. Uh, All right. I think Alice is, we're going to see more of this dark side of her next week, which I really look forward to. Okay. Um, And I'm hoping Penny gets a strong storyline. Because I miss him being present and active in the story that we're telling. I also hope they all finally get together. Exactly. I mean, I don't know. I mean, we also don't know where Elliot is. And so, magic door. Yeah, where did that door lead to? Where is Elliot? Right. So, okay, so Zombie Penny. Evil Alice. I'm thinking maybe Fairy Margo at some point in the season. Even if just briefly. Who knows? If you're in the chat, uh, tweet us. uh, Find us on online. We're about to tell you right now where to find us. (laughs) Tell us your predictions and join us right back here next week. Same time, same channel. Talking season three, episode four of The Magicians. Thank you so, so much for joining us. Remember, if you're on YouTube, leave us a thumbs up. If you're on iTunes, uh, download, comment, review, subscribe, rate, five stars if you're nasty. But guys, for now, (laughs) where can they find you? I can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Miss Adrian Snow. Hi guys, I'm Joelle Monique. You can find me all over the internet at Joelle Monique every week at blackgirlnerds.com and this Tuesday, February 29th, I will be in the presence of Michael B. Jordan. January 29th. Whatever. <laughs> yes, January 29th. Black Panther's She's coming so excited. up. I'm going to be at the junket. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram for all the inside details. There, Of course, of course. Now, you guys can uh, find Carrie Lane. Uh, she will be here same time next week. You can find her online at Carrie D. Lane. For now, my name is Ty Matthews. Y'all can find me on all forms of social media at Ty Matthews PMA. Uh, check out Champions of Wrestling from Hollywood Saturdays. Check your local listings. If you like wrestling, if you're into that sort of stuff, who knows? Uh, <laughs> but we'll be right back here, guys, talking episode four so make sure to join us then. But until then, peace! From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 